0: this podcast doesn't exist.
1: Welcome, 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 friends. It's
0: my new jingle. I love it. Thank that's, you. It's the remix. So, as you can see, we have another repost for you today just because, you know, life happened and yep. we thought this would be an appropriate one to bring back. It's from the early catalog yeah. back in the stewed days with the, the Stude. Oh, the futon. I'd say R.I.P., but it went off to somebody. So yeah. living a good life, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, tis the holiday season. The holiday season. <laughs> and some of you will be traveling, possibly via air, through an airport. Let us know if you go to Denver, because that's the topic of today's repost. And if you get a better video of the of the what are they goblins, gargoyles the gargoyles, talking. I did, so we do follow the Denver airport on Instagram, we the do podcast does, and I believe I saw they made a post that they have like opened up whatever terminal or whatever situation they were working on construction Ooh. wise for a while, like oh, I talked about it on this episode, uh which is why our security line was so long, and we were uh, able to visit the gargoyles, so. Okay who knows maybe they won't be standing in line for as long as we we were but yeah uh fly safe make sure all your liquids are under three milliliters or whatever it is put your name on all your stuff ounces (laughs) Ounces. yes put an air tracker in your luggage um wear a mask be nice to the flight the flight crew and uh enjoy this episode perhaps while you're on a plane Oh, that'd be fun. Inception. Happy holidays. Happy or holidays. You can, you can listen to this when you're hiding from your family.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: That'll Yay. probably be me.
1: I want to listen to this again.
0: Woo. All right. Love y'all. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hi. I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to this podcast Doesn't Exist. We did it, we did it with no problems. <laughs> It's like we've been doing this for a couple weeks in a row. 13 to be exact. I mean, I uh, I do understand your your mild surprise. I know. Uh, there were a couple moments for last week that were like a little shambly. That's all right. But you love it. Yeah. Dear I almost said dear readers.
1: <laughs> like you were like you were on gossip girl.
0: Or the, the great segue. You didn't even know that you were going to. I did not. But, like, Gossip Girl. <laughs> Gossip Girl. Hosted by Goofy, apparently. Um, Gossip Girl or Lady Whistledon in Bridgerton. Which, I still
1: have not watched this. Both you and Shelby have
0: told me to watch this. Yeah. I'm getting there. It, it, that's fine. I It came out on, on Christmas, and I only just started it. Uh... Confession, I procrastinated doing this research not once, not twice, but three times in favor of watching Bridgerton. Uh, I only have two episodes left. There are eight episodes. (laughs) Uh, But that's okay. Uh, Fear not, Regency era drama and like conspiracies are coming soon because now I am fully invested and I wanted to do something, but I just couldn't make the research happen in time. But everybody go watch it and. Reach out to us if you know us in real life and uh, talk to us about it or at least talk to me about it. Talk to Shannon about it. I'll let
1: y'all know when I have engaged with it.
0: Girl engagement is you mean mean girl, girl. What that's that makes (laughs) you sound like a drag queen. (laughs) Girl, it's sister something, she's back from the previous episode. Anyway, go watch it. Um, but thinking about it, thinking about England. Made me want to travel even more, specifically to England, for a variety of reasons, yes. including but not limited to the Vine House and the World Carrot Museum. Museum. Obviously, not a sponsor, but we really should reach out and see Honestly. if they're interested. Um, it, we wouldn't even—I won't put it out there. You should pay for sponsorships, but like, we would. We just I might just do it. For free. We're currently doing it for free. Yeah, that's true. Um, I hope their visitation goes up after COVID. Seriously, um, but anyway, so I really want to travel. Yes, absolutely. Here is uh something that is not a new or a hot take, but 2020 sucked. Yep. <laughs> For- so
1: happy that it's 2021, regardless of the fact that that means nothing in terms of time. No,
0: no time but is
1: made up. It's a nice, it's a nice point to just be like, ah, uh, it's behind
0: uh, us. A new, Let's I opened a forward. new calendar. Yes. So for John which about it. the
1: the image for that calendar is London.
0: It is, yes. a cute
1: little illustration of <sighs> London.
0: Yeah, my calendar last year and this year are both travel related, I know. which is really You're just really a, just hurting yourself. I just, but I they they look like the uh, sort of vintage style. They're really cute. It makes me. They're happy. really cute. Um, but da da da, looking at my notes, what was I gonna say? Sorry. Random singing, go download the bingo card from oh. our Instagram. <laughs> that worked out so nicely. I always mean to put plug it in the beginning and then I forget and then we say something that's yeah. inevitably on the I mean, bingo card. Which which helps. Yes. Uh, so you can find it at our link in bio uh, at this podcast doesn't exist on Instagram. Please play along uh, and share it. Tag us in your story if you share the bingo card. We'd love to see it. Uh, yes, 2020 sucked. For me specifically, it sucked because I couldn't take my trip to Colorado to visit my mom. Yeah. Hi, Mom. I think you're listening. Hi, Karen. Uh, <laughs> so, I miss you. Hello. Uh, yes. Emma's already requested to join us on the next yes, please. excursion. And uh, Mom said that was fine. Oh, perfect. She thanks, Karen. Perfect. She's like, I'll pick an easy hike. Aw, thanks. She knows. Ooh, Altitude is no joke, you guys. That's not related at all to the topic of this this episode but the altitude kicks your butt.
1: Yeah, I'm not excited for that. But so long as we're there for like a like more than 3 days, oh, yeah. like I'll be fine. You're good, you're good. But Okay, let's get through, back
0: through the let's topic of this episode. Yes. I'm going to manifest travel for us in the New Year. Aww, thanks, so everybody, man. let's take a 2 second break, close your eyes, picture where you want to be traveling. Post vaccine, everybody's safe, everybody's great, you feel totally At ease as much as you can in an airplane. Sorry, Emma, that I stressed you out with the last episode that I hosted. But it's fine. Picture it. They have all the best snacks that you love on the plane. Your bag comes out first at the luggage carousel. Ugh, so exciting. So we're manifesting all that through today's topic, which is the conspiracies of the Denver International Airport.
1: Yes! Man, you have no idea how excited I am for
0: this! Wow. I tried so hard. Yeah. Not to scream. I I saw you trying not to scream. But guys, she <laughs> raised her fists in it in a gesture of triumph like she was Rocky or something.
1: I'm so excited. Um I'm so I Okay. Okay. I am I am buckled in and oh. pulling pulling tight.
0: Yes. Across please my tighten waist. your lap belts uh, yes. across. Prepare I for takeoff. <laughs> Done. Great. Did it. Alrighty. Uh, Isn't this also um, Connor's sisters? Yes. One of her things? So when your I asked her, yeah, when
1: I asked her ages ago when we first had this idea,
0: <laughs> this,
1: we have our sisters brunch whenever there is a, um, a family holiday where everyone is there or even if not everyone is there, it's whichever sisters and sisters-in-law are around. So it's me and my three sisters, sisters-in-law, including Connor's younger sister and I remember asking this question of all of them. And mm-hmm. Connor's sister said, oh, well, I've got two. I was like, oh, gimme. She said, well, Loch Ness Monster, which she believes the Loch Ness Monster is, like, not still in Loch Ness. That there was, like, a subterranean uh, tunnel that Loch Ness is now in the Atlantic. Oh. So I was like, oh, oh More interesting reasons to be scared of the ocean. Exactly. Um, and... Her second was the Denver airport. And when I asked her why, she just goes, just look it up. Like, there, she couldn't even, she didn't even want to explain it to me. She was like, just,
0: dude, well, just go look it and there is up. so much. Guys, I have 14 pages of notes. Granted, several of those are photos. So, maybe 10 or 11 pages of notes. That's still. At 14-point font, but still. All right. So, the Denver International Airport. Just to give you a brief little overview before we dive in. Uh was number 29 in a 2008 Skytrax rating of the world's best airports, which made it the best airport out of all the U.S. Whoa. It's also North America's best regional airport and the fifth best regional airport in the world. Dang. And then I'm going to show you a lovely little photo Mm. of the Denver International Airport at night. You can view this on our Instagram. There are tons of great photos for this episode, I must say.
1: Okay, I'm going to... I'm going to say I had no concept of what the Denver airport actually looked like, but this honestly looks to me as if it's like a campground almost. Yeah. The, like, look at the picture. Um, it's it's as if there's just a ton of tents set up.
0: Yes. I can see that. Uh, I saw a lovely little clip of one of the architects or one of the designers explaining that Colorado, at least right where they were building is very flat
1: oh, as a plane.
0: Uh, but in the distance, you can see the uh, Rocky Mountains oh. from up to 60 or 80 miles away. You can see them, I think they said. Jeez. So this idea of very flat, juxtaposed against peaks and and they're kind of layered peaks. So then they tried to oh. recreate that. So like the parking structures and stuff are very flat. But then the tent uh, kind of Imagery of the that's interesting of the roof, and that's actually a very thin material, but it's very I don't know they lock in the, heat in the heat and yeah I don't
1: interesting I, I find it interesting that when they were building it that they were considering the natural architecture yes I appreciate that we we yes, love Colorado
0: we we love Colorado honestly if, if I don't do extreme seasons otherwise I would move out there with my mom so quick. But it starts snowing in May sometimes, yeah. and it starts snowing in October. Yeah. And then there's a thing called mud season. Yeah. Which is, I'm not about.
1: My mom, when she lived in Boulder, I think it was Boulder, um, she was uh, at college, and there was one day where it literally snowed in the morning, and then in the afternoon it all melted, and they went to the pool.
0: Wild. Yeah. Truly. I will say the first... Uh, typically, I would visit my mom the week of Labor Day. That's the one in September, right? Yeah. yeah Memorial Day is in May. So Labor Day, because my previous job, our offices would close uh, for a week, which was lovely. And I just remember when the first year I went to visit her, we were driving back to the, to Denver Airport, which is like two, three hours away from where my mom lives um, on the side of a mountain um, and we were driving up said little mountain out of the valley and she goes, oh yeah, sometimes in the winter when it snows too much, they have to close the pass here. Yeah. And I just looked at her and said, excuse me, what? And she's like, oh yeah, it, there's too much snow. So, and I was, and in that moment I was like, oh, so I will only ever visit you in late summer, early fall because that sounds like the beginning of a zombie movie to me. Yeah, no thank you. Like, what if you what if you need a hospital or yeah, something? Yeah, no, no thank you. So anyway, anyway, that's just specific about where my mom lives in my experience of Colorado. But, but anyway, so you've been to this airport. I have, yes. I've flown into and out of this airport. Okay. Recently. Like, within the fairly, last few years. Fairly, yes. Yeah. And I did check through all my photos and Instagram stories to see if I had taken any photos of any of the kind of weird stuff that's around, and I haven't. Like, I didn't, which I was disappointed in myself, but... I mean, you
1: probably weren't paying attention to it, honestly. Oh,
0: there's some stuff you definitely notice. Oh. But we'll get there. Okay. So, but there are great photos. Check it out on our Instagram. Alrighty. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about the construction. Okay. So, DIA, Denver International Airport. The World Airport Code is actually D-E-N, which makes sense, Denver. Denver. But I'll refer to it as DIA throughout, because that's... Easier than saying Denver International Airport over and over again. Um, So it has actually faced accusations of conspiracy since its inception. So before it was even built, it was already being talked about as being kind of shady. And that's because there was already a functioning international airport in Denver at the time that it was built. Um, Because Colorado is definitely kind of a doorway to the West in terms of location, Denver has always been a busy destination for air travel. So Stapleton International Airport was the functioning airport already in Denver, located closer to the city itself um, than the current airport is. Uh, And at times, it was a main hub for up to three or four airlines at a time. So definitely a very busy, functioning airport. So
1: ostensibly no reason to have another airport.
0: If you don't know anything about airports, yes. But... (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you were just a random citizen who didn't bother to read any of the news, you just saw the headline and you were like, ugh. Uh, So so me. Yeah. (laughs) I have
1: no concept of airports as they didn't cover other this than, in
0: your master's degree no
1: no they georgetown university had no interest in
0: in the airline the english department did not care no you're too small stapleton international airport the design of its runways did not play nicely with local weather conditions Ooh. or like wind patterns uh, which could sometimes cause nationwide airline delays So sort of like uh, everyone knows like Chicago's O'Hare Airport is notorious for terrible weather. And if they, you know, it's a domino effect. If all the flights out of Chicago are delayed. Then everyone else is delayed because it's a a layover space Uh, too. And that, you know, that was just the facts of what it was up. So that led the officials in the region to explore plans to build a new airport. And, you know, it was a very busy hub. They were growing, so trying to expand but if you're a conspiracy theorist you're like if it wasn't broke why why fix it was like a little broken though but anyway so uh denver international airport finally replaced stapleton um as the denver area airport on february 28th 1995 16 months behind schedule whoa and at a cost of 4.8 billion dollars which is equivalent to eight one, 8.1 billion today. That's an insane amount of money.
1: Not that I have actually any concept of how much money airports cost to build but that still
0: seems like way over budget. Correct. Nearly two billion dollars over budget Emma oh my which is 3.4 billion today. S- still <laughs> a lot. Yes. So a large portion of this cost came from the development and troubleshooting of a totally automated baggage system. Oh. Which I cu- I got real in the weeds, but Uh-oh. I wasn't mad about it because I was really nerding out about it. Uh, uh, there's a New York Times article in the show notes all about it, so if you would like to <laughs> also get in the weeds, please join me here in the tall grass with the Pokemon. Um, <laughs> so the, the idea was that it would cut down on wait times, it would reduce the amount of lost luggage, and it would reduce costs, because then you wouldn't need to have actual humans handling the bags. And the idea that from the handoff at the counter, that your bag would get zipped around to all the different places in the airport, totally automatically. Sounds lovely. Sounds like something out of WALL-E. Toy Story. Yeah. Do you remember in Toy Story 2? That whole sequence. Yes. Yes. That's um, all I can think about. 100%. So, it claimed to to do all those things. Survey says, false. <laughs> Wrong. Um, so, unfortunately, the system never worked how it truly was supposed to and cost literally millions of dollars uh, in troubleshooting. Oh literally gosh. a million dollars a day trying to oh. troubleshoot this system. Uh, and then in maintenance over the years. <laughs> and then reading the article... Which, you guys, the weeds are hilarious. So, check out the article. It described that the system would just, like, fling luggage off the conveyor belt (laughs) or, like, damage items. Like, they invited reporters to come and, like, see a demonstration. And the reporters got to witness, like, this machine just clothes strewn across the conveyor belt. Oh, my gosh. It it just, just... Just chucking them? Yeah, it just destroyed the... Luggage. It did not work at all how it was supposed That's to. That's so funny. It, it, it's very unfortunate for the people oh, of course. who were contracted I would to be, build it. I
1: would be pissed.
0: Well, the, the article also was like, um, I didn't write down the name of the company, but it was like, such and such industrials that was uh, contracted to to build this system has since been liquidated and no one involved in the creation of the system has responded to a request for comment <laughs> or something like that. It just, everyone was like, nope. <laughs> i don't we don't talk about denver we don't talk about denver we don't talk about it um so it was just very funny it, it just came down to the fact that the computer technology in 1993 94 when they were in development for this just was not as sophisticated as they wanted it to be you know in a perfect yeah. world with the best quality of everything theoretically that could work but the system didn't leave any wiggle room for error or yeah. for max capacity um yeah. You know, think, like, non-COVID times, Christmas airport travel. Oh, golly. How many bags and everything. Yeah.
1: They're, they're working on a back-to-the-future idea of, like, yes, this will be yes. definitely exactly what I build it to be. Yes. Flux capacitor. <laughs> That's
0: all I remember about that movie. Well done. Alrighty. So, uh, only United, which is Denver's busiest airline, utilized a portion of this system. But they only utilized it for departures because the system, the technology just never worked for arrivals. It never... It just couldn't turn it, them out. It could not do what it was supposed to. So United was paying the city of Denver, which technically owned this system, $60 million a year in rent, essentially, to use this technology. It's a lot of money. It's a very elaborate system, even if it only sort of worked and not in the way that they were supposed to. But I guess if you're the busiest, biggest airline out of a specific airport,
1: it's maybe worth
0: uh, doing that. However, in 2005, demand to cut costs caused United to cease the use of the system and return exclusively to human baggage handlers, uh, like the majority of airports around the world. That's kind of what people do uh, at airports. You know, you see them out of the side of your plane, chucking the bags into, or I guess onto the conveyor belt that goes into the belly of your plane. You know, it's great. They have a union. Good for them. Fantastic. (laughs) All right. So I go into all of that to share with you that this elaborate baggage system called for 26 miles of underground track as well as conveyor belt systems with little carts on them and machinery throughout the airport. That's a lot of space. Do we have an
1: idea of how large the
0: airport actually is? Stop looking at my notes, Emma. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) this system, uh, the baggage system, contributes to DIA being the world's second largest airport by acreage. The first is the King Fahd International Airport in the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. That makes sense. Which is a whopping... 77,600 hectares of land in Saudi Arabia. I'm assuming that's a lot. I don't actually know how large a hectare is. I don't either, but it seems
1: significant. I mean, that number is large enough that so long as it weren't, like, the size of half a penny,
0: I think it makes sense. (laughs) Right. So, uh, that's how large the the largest airport in the world is. Okay. Denver International Airport is 13,000. 571 hectares which makes it the largest airport in the United States the second largest in the US is Dallas International Airport and you can fit almost two Dallas airports inside the space of the Denver International Airport Atlanta so the sheer size of this airport which is twice the size of Manhattan wait Mm Hmm. I'm assuming they're including every bit of land, so all the runways and things. It's not like the building is that large. Oh, my
1: oh,
0: God. <laughs>
1: my brain just broke, because I'm thinking the island of Manhattan is
0: large. It's just a giant building. No, it's, I assume it's all <laughs> of the land. All the hectares. All of hectares, hectares. Hectares, hectares. All right. Uh, But yes, the sheer size of this airport, paired with the massively overshot budget, has prompted conspiracists to speculate over what might be hidden beneath the campus. Then I have some photos for you. You can see them on the Instagram. Instagram! So here's an example of one of the underground tunnels. Okay, so we're functioning on an idea of, like, Disney World-ish. Yeah. I think that's part of the reason why I got... Stuck, into it. stuck in in the weeds in that article because I love knowing how giant things work. Like I love all the behind the scenes secrets of Disney World, which I won't get into. If you yeah. are also into it, DM me and I'll tell you this book that I really love. What might be lurking underneath? That's, a,
1: that's an alien. Oh, ho, ho. chalk drawing of an alien on a wall.
0: <laughs> all right. So our next and favorite section: conspiracy. <gasps>
1: I missed it out. The remix. It's the remix. All right. (laughs) Connor would be so upset with me.
0: Catch our EP coming out sometime. All right. So theories of aliens, lizard people, and hidden bunkers. Have all been proposed as the true reason for the enormous footprint of the Denver International Airport. I'm so excited. I would love the idea of a bunker. Well, stay tuned. We like, got a a lot. <laughs> like a nicely furnished one.
1: Not like, like a hole in the
0: in the pottery floor. barn. Yeah, <laughs> And like sun lamps everywhere. Bun- the bunker but brought, to- brought to you by Pottery barn. So during construction of the airport, supposedly, a worker reported seeing entrances to bunker areas down in the tunnels. Okay. They didn't say that they tried to go in them I'm Right. Anything, that would be my next question.
1: Did you go in?
0: They were already 16 months behind schedule. There was no time for <laughs> exploration. No. Well, he wasn't or she wasn't. The worker wasn't. Well, overall, I don't know. Maybe the, the head, what is it? Manager. The head contractor person was like... Get to it. Supposedly there are grainy lizard people videos that exist online, but I could not find any of them. So apparently I did not pass the tinfoil vibe check. Seriously though, because you've got it you've gotta just go digging through
1: like the lizard dark web. Look, I tried. No, I know. I read th- through
0: <laughs> I read through the comments of some of the YouTube videos that are in the show notes and that you'll see at some point today and then one guy was like oh I worked for the city my badge got got me into all the areas of the airport watch my videos to learn the truth and then when I went to his YouTube channel he had one video that was like a bus driver leaving the bus to go into a store there was nothing about the airport (laughs) and I was like I was ready to go down this rabbit hole oh because you know how people say like YouTube is irresponsible because it allows people to get into these conspiracy like k-holes I was ready, but it didn't happen. I'm
1: guessing that he found out the truth and they deleted all of those videos and he is now dead. And the only one that's left on there is the one that's the most innocuous. Innocuous? Innocuous. Innocuous.
0: You have two degrees in English. I don't know.
1: Dude, neither do I.
0: <laughs> it's a language
1: I was, it was supposed to already know.
0: Fair. And I just love this little tidbit that apparently maintenance and baggage workers at the airport have been known to don lizard or alien masks when uh, they're down in the tunnels while press is being like toured. That's
1: incredible.
0: <laughs> I just love that they're trolling.
1: I love that so much. Talk if about it, talk about a great
0: place to work. <laughs> if it were me, though, I would really just throw something new into the mix and put on like a Bigfoot suit but still wearing Gilly suit still no like a bigfoot no, I know. whole thing but still wearing like my official oh, vest that's so cute <laughs> like the neon vest i'd wear a ghillie suit and sit in the corner and just jump out well i don't know if you'd be able to get paid for that no but i would i just really want a ghillie suit well christmas is coming in 12 months for your birthday connor take notes seriously i would love a ghillie suit we'll talk about it So, there are also claims that these underground tunnels run as far as NORAD out in Colorado Springs. Which is nearly 100 miles away.
1: That's insane.
0: Yeah. And I, as is always the case, I read it in one of these articles and then didn't write it down. (laughs) But the current longest existing tunnel is around half that distance. Yeah. And it took them a decade to tunnel out. Yeah. So, probably not. Mm. But, again, also in the videos uh, that are in the show notes, some of, they're all very uh, humorous. There's, like, a definitely some tongue-in-cheekness to all of them. But there's one where the reporter is getting driven around on a golf cart by a representative from the airport, and she's like, Yep, I'll drive you to the end of the tunnel. Like here we go, woop woop woop. Like, it's it's very cute. Watch the videos; they're fun. All right, but back to the idea of the hidden bunkers. Yes. So I'm here for this. There are several proposed reasons for these bunkers. There might be some overlap depending on your specific strain of belief. Okay. But I'm gonna kind of lay it out. Okay. So one would be a fallout shelter or a series of fallout shelters for the world's wealthy and political elite. Interesting So, but okay. Forget anything on the East Coast. The president is going to get... (laughs) Yeeted. Wow. I was going to say flown out to Denver. I would love to yeet the president. The current one.
1: Yeah. Sure. It's too
0: heavy. (laughs) Anyway. Never mind. The second proposed origin of these supposed bunkers is the headquarters of the Illuminati.
1: Dude!
0: Guys, I wish you could see. There are so many excellent modern dance moves happening. And so many bingo cards. You're welcome. I didn't even go out of my way to do this. This is great. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm sitting in rapt attention. I'm I'm ready. So allegedly, back when the airport was being constructed, The first five buildings constructed for the airport, the airport, Goral Airport, I don't know where my drag queen's from, but it's a work in progress. But anyway, the first five buildings constructed for the airport were somehow botched. And instead of demolition or, you know, any other kind of logical idea, uh, the structures were instead sunk and built over. So there are, like, five fully-fledged buildings, supposedly, beneath the airport, which are the Illuminati um, headquarters.
1: Um, 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 can you get to these? Do we have any clue if we can uh, no. get to these? this is
0: all supposed, this is, like, these construction workers from the original. Oh, oh, okay. And this isn't, like... It's not like, oh, we 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 knocked down a wall and, oh, there was a a fully-fledged bathroom or something. No.
1: Oh, we knocked down a wall and there was just a conference room filled with lizards.
0: (laughs) We'll get there. In business attire. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, wait, what? (laughs) All right. So the next idea for these bunkers is the idea of the New World Order. Yes. And then I'm going to show you... A little photo, Emma, which is supposedly an art piece. The I,
1: Denver. I just need you to know, I freaking love that you say supposedly correctly. It makes me so happy. Oh, so supposedly. I hate that. I try. I, there just... are other things I surely say incorrectly. But... I didn't mean to interrupt you. It just I needed to tell you
0: how much I love that you do. It's okay, that. I know you're a nerd. It's fine. Thanks, man. So. Yes. I'm gonna show you a photo oh, yes. available on our on our Instagram hmm. that is supposedly Thank you. An art piece, an art installation. So the Denver International Airport, in addition to being a highly suspicious airport, like I mentioned earlier, is very highly ranked. And one of the things that contributes to that I was gonna say customer, I guess it is customer experience, passenger experience, traveler experience, is that they really love art. So 1% of the budget of every construction pro- project goes to art. Commissioning art and sharing art so there are permanent installations, there are rotating exhibits. It is very cool from my personal experience being there, but it is very nice. Even if you don't it's very Colorado st- even if you don't stop and t- look at the art and take it in and read the little plaque, it's still cool that there's stuff to look at while you're standing waiting for the little train or yeah. whatever it may be. So, this photo that I'm going to show you is supposedly an art installation called Untitled. But then on the website they said parentheses Interior Garden, which makes me confused because why didn't you just name it Interior Garden? Mar- but, modern art that is
1: titled Untitled makes me so upset. Well, I understand yeah. the reasons. I do. I get it, but like. Yeah.
0: But I love that the airport at least was like, well, we need to refer to it as something Something. specific. So this is by Michael Singer. And I'm just going to let Emma share her thoughts and then I will ask some questions. What am I looking at? What are you looking at? That's a good question. So this is on top of a concourse. Yeah. While you're waiting for the train. I have seen this. Um, I pass by this on my way to get my bags every time I visit this airport. But does it not remind you, perhaps, of some sort of fallout shelter? Or, if not the shelter itself, more of a post-apocalyptic world that you would need a fallout shelter for? It's a lot of...
1: I'm going to say it's a lot of concrete. Mm -hmm. But also the possibility that those are windows? Mm -hmm. But
0: maybe... I don't know. Mm -hmm. And it's not attractive foliage. Nope. And it's... And you'll see on the photo that it's not just viewed from below. You also... You can see it from above. You walk into the car and you look down and you're not expecting to see that. No. And that side looks like cinder block. Mm Mm-hmm. So... And there are a lot of photos available on... um, Fly Denver is the name of their website for Hmm. the airport. And they have a whole photo gallery for every art installation so it's not just one photo it's multiple that you can take well, that's, in that's nice yeah it's very cool as a as an almost art history minor because there was one more class and i was not having it senior year but i can still appreciate the art mm-hmm. uh i appreciate that they take the time so we're gonna i'm gonna show you another photo and then lay some more info on you <laughs> So, theorists, conspiracy theorists, point to the airport's dedication stone, which is also a time capsule, as a source of secret third-party clues. Oh. So, I'm going to show it to you. Does anything stand out to you? a Masonic symbol Mm -hmm. is very front and center.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. March 19th, 1994. New World Airport
0: Commission. Mm Mm-hmm. Aeronautics... All right. There's uh, there's so much in that. You already hit all my main points. You so, did much better than I thought you were going to do. Oh, thanks, man. Not in, like, a shady no, way. No, I know. I thought mainly just the Freemasons were going to stand out to you. So, yes. I mean, it's very much front and center. Yes. Or, like, center and down. but It's towards the bottom of the stone, but that's fine. So, you can see this on our Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. You get it. So, the Freemasons. We've mentioned them in passing before. Oh, yes. I did appreciate one of these articles shared a list of, of Freemasons and I just had to share the list because the last person really just gave me a chuckle. Oh no. And I think we'll also give you an unexpected celebrity mention <gasps> on your bingo card. So you got people that make sense like Benjamin Franklin, Winston Churchill, J. Edgar Hoover and then the last person that they listed is Shaq. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq? Of the, of the shoulder wish? Shoulder shoulder yes, is there more than one iconic? No, Shaq? No, there is not. Other people just... we'll love Shaq? Get it? Thank you. thank you, thank you. No, but Shaq, the giant that lives amongst us. amongst us? Amongst us. Among us. Yes. I love him. Yeah, apparently he's a Freemason.
1: That, for some reason, both surprises and does not surprise me. Mostly because there is nothing that that man can do that I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting
0: that. Nope. I you know, I love him. I just, it's, it's chill. The reality with the Freemasons is that while there may have been civic ties to the construction of the airport and the fact that they ended up on this uh, dedication stone, there was no actual financial or other oh, okay. type of control over the construction, so... People say the Freemasons were, like, pulling the strings behind the scenes, but...
1: It might just be an honorary thing of, like, here you go.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. People point out the date of the airport's dedication, March 19th, 1994. If you add those numbers together... Oh, gosh, I hate numerology. Which doesn't make sense to me because they completely ignore the fact that March... Is a number. ...is a thing. So, 19... The date nineteen, and then the year nineteen ninety four. So one plus nine plus one plus nine plus nine plus four equals thirty three. The highest level achievement one can reach in Freemasonry, and which represents perfection to the Illuminati. Oh golly, I
1: this is this is where like for everything else, every other conspiracy theory, I'm like yes, get crazy on it. When it comes to numerology. I for some reason I'm just like oh you have all the time in the world to be so stupid and this is what you chose
0: well, the and, stupidest
1: of the stupid and I can't. you just
0: ignored you made the numbers work for you by ignoring the fact well I will say
1: March is spelled out on here though so maybe that's why mm. they're only adding the number numbers oh, but wow. it's still. I have no credence in that. Yeah, I don't know. I hate I hate numerology. It makes literally <laughs> no sense. Like, it makes sense to me that they're like, oh my gosh, add all the numbers together and subtract them and divide them and look at it. And I'm like, no, you're just... Careful,
0: Emma. I don't want the Illuminati to come for us. Fight me. Oh, fight her. <laughs> Alrighty. But then the other thing that you pointed out is that a group called the New World Airport Commission is listed at Mm -hmm. the head of the important benefactors. Such a group never actually existed, neither at the time that the airport was constructed or today. Yeah, that makes sense to me, that it doesn't actually exist. I, I am wondering, like, why did you bother to put it on the stone if it didn't exist? But you do you guys. So, conspiracists connect this fanciful name to the idea of a new world order, also related to the Nazis.
1: Oh, another one?
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, it, it relates to a lot, at least in conspiracy world.
1: I mean, yes. When yes. it comes to
0: conspiracies, they're all interlocked. But, like, yes.
1: Nazis, true. really?
0: <laughs> well, and those people also claim that the airport's runways... When viewed from above, no form a swastika. No, they do not. I don't really think so. But if you squint, you could make that. I can see where they're
1: going, but like
0: there aren't enough arms to that. Well, there are enough. I think there are too many arms because people say it's like this and this, but I'm like, oh, I see. But there's another another one, and then then there's like over here, and then that one. But yes. You could squint and maybe see that if you wanted.
1: Okay. I that I, I see where people are going with that. My guess is, however, that's the way they're
0: not able to bump into each other on runways, but whatever. Yes. And Denver, again, in the weeds, uh, Denver is one of only three airports in the United States who have the maximum number of runways, which is six, or like the highest number of runways. So it
1: already has more arms than a swastika.
0: Yes. I don't know if they count runways as, like, is this two is a, because it's one outgoing, one in, I don't... Again, I don't know. But the time capsule should be opened... I forgot about the time capsule. Yeah, so that stone with yeah, all it the stuff the time capsule. is the time capsule. It should be opened in 2094.
1: Oh, gosh. So if we
0: both live to be 100, we might get some answers. And even if we don't, we'll just ask God. That's true. We'll go to that desk with the angel. With the angel. <laughs> Be like, I got some questions. You've been listening to our podcast?
1: Yeah. Are, are my you, answers are you, already are available? Are you caught up? Should I leave you for a couple more couple more
0: days cuz <laughs> I can let you catch up. It's fine. All right. And now we're going to talk a little bit more about some art, some questionable art.
1: I have a question. Uh-huh. The only piece of art that I know about is
0: the Demon Horse. We'll get there. Okay.
1: I was just excited. I really, I want to know. I wanted to know if we were going to do it. We're going to do it. And I'm so excited.
0: We are. We are. We are. All right. I did. So I texted my mom this morning and I was like, hey, if do you or Mike or Ben or anyone in the house have any stories related to conspiracies at the airport, if so, like record a voice memo and email it to us. And they didn't have anything specific to them, but Mike did want to make sure I knew a very specific fact about the horse. But we will get to the horse in just in just a moment. I'm so excited. Thank you, Mike. Yes. I don't know if he listens, but mom, tell Mike we said thanks. And hi. And hi. All right. So some conspiracy fans point to the unique murals of a local artist named Leo Tenguma as another clue to the New World Order's hidden power over the Denver International Airport. Hidden power. Well, yeah. Although... As in, like... I did... <laughs> One of the articles did did posit the question, well, if all of this conspiracy stuff is real, why would they leave so many clues to the fact that, you know, because the idea is this new world order is working behind the scenes secretly to...
1: You hide things in plain sight. Well,
0: I, anyway. Sorry. Hidden power because yes. it's not yeah. publicly acknowledged. Yeah. So, the first mural is called In Peace and Harmony with Nature, which is said to symbolize environmental destruction versus environmental healing. And I'm going to show Emma um, these photos. On the Instagram, I only have room to include one image from the second mural. Uh, So if you want to learn more, there's plenty of photos and um, information about it online. So you can check it out. Um, Also, keep in mind that these murals are 28 feet large. Okay. So they take up the entire wall. Whoa! So, um, looking at this first one, which is about the the peace in nature, people point out that there are women in coffins. There's a fiery forest. There's a city underwater in the background. What up, Atlantis? There's
1: a, there's a there's a dolphin.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. So there and there are different um species that have gone extinct over the years. So there's that. And then the kind of resolution is this village of children from all different um, places alive. in the world. And all of the animals are, are alive and well. All of the, the foliage is blooming. Are the dead women up and about? I believe so. I love in this one that there's a little Scottish dancer, which just makes me think of Ruth and Haley, Aww. Which is adorable. Um, but they're all gathered around this this rainbow plant that is glowing and it's this idea of like rebirth and renewal and god we all got our ish together to stop destroying the environment and that we can okay. all live in peace and harmony
1: are these murals opposite each other like like across the hall from each other or are they like in a line next to each other
0: so they the, um for the two that we just looked at they are on the same wall wall there's a door that that divides them okay Um, and then I believe the other mural is on the other end of the baggage claim or the other side. They're not directly facing each other from what I could understand. I believe I've probably walked past these, at least one of them. You probably didn't register. I didn't register. Although the second one, I think I definitely was like, what? But again, having sat through a many modern art classes where I've gone... What the heck is going on? I've learned to kind of just roll with it until you can study it more. So the second mural is titled Children of the World, Dream of Peace, which depicts a war versus peace theme. And this first image, I believe, is the one I'm putting on the Instagram. Um, but it it's a very striking image of a Dang. sort of Nazi. That's definitely a Nazi. Um, There's no soldier. hiding that. And you know, destruction is that a, is that a gas
1: mask or is that a skull? Well, that's up to your okay, interpretation. interpretation. All right, there's a, art.
0: there's a letter from a child, um, in Auschwitz. It's like a very remember, this is war versus peace. So the other oh. one was like disrupt, destruction of nature versus peace and harmony with nature. So this is kind of the before, okay and then the after is all the children and people of the world coming together they're destroying the nazi sword with a hammer and all living together under a rainbow in harmony okay right like it's i I'm, i get it i yeah. think that the that the message is clear when you examine both the pieces together but out of context it could be a little jarring yes specifically the one with like the giant Nazi. The giant Nazi. <laughs> yeah. And again, it's 28 feet. So it is a full wall. And you're like, I'm just trying to find a Wendy's before I make my connecting flight. Yeah, I just needed to pee and fill up my water bottle. I will say they do have those automatic water bottle stations. I love those stations. Things.
1: They're great. I, Heathrow has them too, and it's just, it's perfect. Shout
0: out to environmentally friendly airports. So, the artist wrote up some very helpful descriptions to kind of explain his work, which doesn't always happen. Sometimes you yeah. go to a modern art wing of a museum and it's just the title and information about the artist, but I need the artist to be like, this is what I was thinking when I did this. Because yeah. I like seeing a story in things, which Professor <laughs> Professor Morse Jones in, uh, in college was always like, Shannon, it doesn't always have to be a story. And I'm like, but it does. Um, but people won't. People don't read them because you know they're traveling yeah, their stuff. they're
1: still moving around.
0: Yeah. So I do have a little video that I'm going to show Emma. It is available in the show notes if you want to learn more about the origins of these murals. Uh, the murals themselves are currently in storage, not because of the controversy, but because there's con- some construction going on. But they're said to be coming back in the future. Happy the- wait. We- they take out out the wall. Well, I believe maybe they're not painted directly on the wall. Oh, I see. Like it's just a very large canvas. Got perhaps. it. Okay, that makes much. They more sense. they did say they were in storage. I hadn't considered that, but I, or maybe might, they, or yeah. maybe they've been protectively covered while the wall is. I don't know, but Interesting. Okay. they will return. The article said in 2021, but I believe that's probably later just because of COVID and everything that's gone on with the airport, which we'll get into a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna show you this video. The sweet old man. Yeah, he he just is in the video. It's an apple an Atlas Atlas Obscura video, and he's describing how the conspiracies have affected him and how he used to be able to go into elementary schools to teach or to share. but now people are saying that his work is is negative and bad, which is I guess part partially is part and parcel of being an artist, but it's just kind of sad to me. Also, yeah. and from kind of my limited educational exposure, that his style is very um, in line with muralists, from yeah. the American Southwest. So,
1: again, it it's kind of chosen... jarring
0: if you just see it and don't take the time to take it all in, but I think that's what art is about. It confronts you. Yeah, um,
1: They're good murals. They're just, when I first saw them, I had no clue what we were looking at, and I was mm-hmm. like, well, this is
0: a lot. And then when he explains them, of was like, this is why I drew this. It's like, oh, well, okay. Yeah. But anyway, those are the murals. Yeah. Check out Check out the show notes for more. Now we're moving on to Blue Mustang by Louise Humanus, which is a 32-foot-high sculpture. It's just enormous. Of a wild Mustang rearing up on its hind legs. A horse, not a car. Yes, yes, a horse, a wild Mustang. Uh, it's painted bright blue, and it has bright red glowing eyes, and it greets airport visitors as they approach the airport. And it's meant to symbolize Colorado and Denver as a doorway to the West, kind of the Wild West, yeah. Wild mustangs. There are portions of America where wild horses still do roam free. Yeah, just pretty cool. My childhood horse girl self is very. You still gotta go visit Chinkatine. Was very into it. I believe I went as a child. I want to go. Okay. We can go. We can go. Sorry. That's beside the point. We can look at horses. You're not allowed to touch them, though. Don't try. Not gonna. All right. And this is the the pun that while I was finishing my research and you were sitting watching TikTok, I was just so happy. And I almost forgot to include it in my notes, which would have been a tragedy. Because Emma loves a terrible pun. Yes, I do. So the nickname of this horse, the official, like, art name, title is Blue Mustang. Yeah. Due to its glowing red eyes and rather intimidating presence, this horse sculpture has been nicknamed Sifer.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) There's nothing better. There's nothing better than a great dad joke. That's so good.
0: Oh, I love it. Yes. So, Blucifer, quote, unquote, uh, the conspiracy is that it represents one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Ooh! They didn't really get into any more detail, but it's a spooky-looking horse, so...
1: It is, ge- like, genuinely, as an artist, the
0: choice of red for the eyes is interesting. Wow. Well, fun fact about that, <gasps> which is the fact that Mike, uh, my stepdad, wanted me to include. This sculpture might be a little bit cursed (gasps) because a piece of it actually fell on the artist (gasps) and severed an artery and he died. Oh my gosh! Yes. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. So this is his last work that he was ever working on. His children worked together to complete the work for the airport. Uh, And the red eyes are actually an homage to the artist's father who owned a neon shop. And it was actually very cute in one of the articles. The artist's children, who finished the sculpture after their father's untimely death, indicated that hindsight is 2020, and that any color of neon would have worked. And they chose <laughs> they red. They just didn't think about the fact that red uh, maybe would be a lot. Like maybe so, blue? Maybe. Uh, but here's a very cool photo. It's on the Instagram. Of... Of the sculpture at night. Oh, that's gorgeous. It's very striking. It and is. I, I will say, I the first time I visited, we were driving and I was like, Mom, like, WTF, what is going on? <laughs> but it was the daytime, so you don't maybe notice that its eyes are glowing red. So maybe in the daytime yeah. it's a little less uh, demonic looking. Yeah. But, yes, yeah, so that's the blue horse. Lucifer. Lucifer. And apparently some people are very much a big fan of, some people hate him and they want him gone. He's not going anywhere. Also, yeah. he's thirty-two feet high, so yeah. Where good are you luck. gonna put him? Get a big truck, I guess.
1: Um. So, is there a curse surrounding the horse? Like, is anything else happened that has been documented, or is it just literally that he killed his creator?
0: Yeah, no, it's, that's all that I really um, could find. Could find, and as you can see from the picture, it's not like the horse is right by the building it's very much you drive past it yeah so it's not as if you interact
1: with it yeah i don't okay
0: i don't even know if there's a place where you could like pull off and like take photos with it or something if you wanted to i don't know all right so the last piece of art some people point as being like evil or creepy i think it's really adorable okay um is it a doll no. Okay. But they're a pair of luggage gargoyles. Oh, my gosh. So, like I said, some people think they're creepy. I think they're just kind of silly, sort of like Disney's Hunchback of Notre Dame think like those That's sort of
1: gargoyles. gargoyles.
0: Okay. Um, so, the official title of this installation is called Notre De- Denver. Oh, cute. Uh, and it's by Terry Allen. And it's two cast bronze gargoyles that are popping out of suitcases that are also bronze. And they flank the baggage claim areas. Cute. Okay. So in the European tradition, gargoyles are placed to protect a building and those that inhabit it, Mm -hmm. also as, like, a drainage system on a cathedral and stuff. Um, So at Denver International Airport, these creatures are meant to watch over travelers and ensure the safe delivery of their baggage. And here's a photo of one of them. Oh, They're just cute. They're it, just popping out of their it little is, suitcase. I
1: can see where some people find it creepy. But I think it has a lot to do with the fact that it's like in the gargoyle style. It's not like a... Yeah. It's it's not unlike what you see on cathedrals.
0: Exactly. But maybe you're not used to seeing them up close. Because in yeah. cathedrals they're significantly so up, high. So up high. Um, they... The gargoyles are currently in storage as well because of construction, um, but they'll be back. Okay. In one of the videos uh, that I'll show you when we're done recording, audience, it's in the show notes. It looks like they talk? What? So the um the bronze, right? Yes. So I don't I think maybe just for that specific interview, they did some sort of Disney magic to like have somebody off-site talk 40. with a hidden camera being like are you Frank? Oh, sorry. You look like another gar- gargoyle I know, like, kind of yeah. thing. Um, so I don't think they talk on the regular, but that would be pretty funny, too. <laughs> I guess it would have to depend how my flight went. If I was, Honestly. like, willing to play along or if I was, like, get that thing away from me or get me away from Honestly, that Honestly, I will say
1: after getting off of a plane, I am not necessarily an angry person. But I am definitely, like, not, ready to throw up. Not amenable to mischief. No. I, I'm, it, like, if anyone touches me or, like, gets near me after I've gotten off of a plane, like, it's taking everything in my being to get into whatever rental car or bus situation. I'm just waiting until I get to wherever I'm staying mm-hmm. to just sit and, like, swallow three times. Like, I can't, I need, I just need to lie down. So there's nothing in me that I think I would, I would probably be like, oh, that's cute. But like, stop. Like, <laughs> like interesting, but not right now. I would need, I would need a heads up as to if it was happening. Yeah. Being yet, surprised by it would not work for me.
0: Yet another reason that I don't think we'd do well on The Amazing Race. Dude, no. I would love to do well on
1: it because i like the idea of a competition like that because mm-hmm. i am a very competitive person.
0: Mhm. However, i am weak. Right now you are. That's we could train. We could start running laps with backpacks. Oh, that sounds hard. Yeah. But a million dollars. And you get to travel. Oh, well, after 2020 I'm we can to plug to... the podcast. Dude. Oh, but we'd have to record a lot of episodes to release in advance. To do they take yeah quite cool
1: yeah thank you i was gonna say connor but that's my husband
0: also connor franta oh that's what it was yeah old school youtube what's up um cool so that's that's some art again yeah feel free to check out the fly denver website they have info on all their installations and stuff which is pretty neat so now we're going to talk about some more recent conspiracy recent Mm mm-hmm In more recent years, the uh, Denver International Airport CEO and marketing team have really leaned into the idea of these conspiracies. This I appreciate. Yes. Uh, So in 2016, DIA hosted a conspiracy month during October, (laughs) and they featured an, an exhibition that was full of artifacts from the airport's history. Such as a fake alien skull that was planted by maintenance workers. Cute. Uh, And just talking about different conspiracies. It is interesting to note that they don't touch on certain conspiracies, which totally makes sense. Because some of them that are just dumb, I totally. You can lean in, you can make jokes about it, but you're not going to make jokes about like Nazi. powers or whatever so the way they described it is like some things are worth debunking and some are not worth acknowledging which is totally fair Uh, during that month in 2016 they hosted a free screening of close encounters of the third kind nice which was chosen because the coordinates for the alien landing in the 1977 film supposedly point to DIA's location. Actually, they point to an empty field that's 51 miles away, but close enough. Close enough. Close enough to appreciate it. I'm sure people in the area, like if you're from that part, like from Denver or
1: yeah. that
0: area, when if you're aware of that movie, you're like, oh, that's like our backyard kind of thing.
1: That's so cute. I appreciate, though, that they like went, yeah, this is something we need to lean into because constantly saying, no, no, don't look at that. Like of course like the worst possible thing you could do is yeah. be like no absolutely not no because then that just fuels
0: people more but also it's free advertising absolutely when people talk it about it i mean like you know connor's sister was super into it you yes. knew about the blue horse and you've never been to Denver i've never been well if i have i don't remember it fair So in July 2018, the airport officially began work on a massive construction update slash overhaul of the Great Hall, which is the main portion of the terminal under those white peaks of um, sort of tent-like material that you were talking about at the top of the show. And the main reason that they're doing that is to expand to serve more passengers. Uh, So when the airport was built in 1995. They were serving 31 million passengers a year versus in 2019. They were serving more than 69 million. Jeez. So over double the amount of uh, passengers.
1: Just an insane amount. That's a crushing amount of people. Over the whole year. It's still yes. just conceptually a crushing amount of people.
0: Yes. Um, so the airport, also keep in mind, was built prior to 9 11. So a lot, yes, of, a lot of airports true. face this challenge uh, as well of not having room for the more intensive security screening process. You know, for anyone listening that remembers traveling by air prior to 9-11, you still went through security checkpoint, but it didn't require half of a no. giant hall space. Yeah. Um, the architect did point out that the Denver airport was originally designed to be very flexible so for instance there are large trees that are in the kind of atrium area but they are in pots on rollers so you oh. can move them around wherever you need to which was really helpful when they had to accommodate these new security procedures so
1: i mean it very in terms of foresight they went real far with that kind of thing and yet did not think
0: about their automated luggage system at all. You know, they tried and I feel like by that point in the mid-90s when they were trying to make it work and it turned out that it probably wasn't ever going to really work, they had already built so much on top of it that it's sort of like New York City, uh, (laughs) Any th- building. Don't. Well, any building in New York City, you could be at like a fancy restaurant, but when you go down to the bathroom, it's like down a stairway into like a weird stone, creepy. Yeah. Like it, they just build on top of stuff, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, or is it the Illuminati headquarters? <gasps> you decide. <gasps> so uh, they just needed to do an exp, like a renovation to give more space uh, and to increase efficiency in terms of wait times, line configurations, which I can attest to going through security. I mean, it's like any major airport. Yeah. You know, you kind of expect it, but it is very much just standing in relatively straight lines, but I'm sure there's a more efficient way to for it to be done. Um, but similar to the original construction of the airport, this renovation project has faced major delays and budgetary issues. Right. Which actually led to the airport releasing the original contracting company from the project. Oh. So is it cursed? I don't know. I wouldn't want to go do construction at, at the Denver airport. No. That's just kind of a, a, a single note. Interesting. We'll keep an eye on it, I guess. I don't know. Uh, COVID obviously has caused some issues, uh, but the project has received the green light as of December 2020 to begin phase two and is on track to be completed both within budget and on time by mid 2024. So okay. maybe we'll still get to see it while it's under construction, which would actually be a great thing, Emma, because the marketing team at the airport has very much leaned in using conspiracy-based posters to decorate construction barriers and walls. I love that. Bringing humor to the inconvenient eyesores that come along with a major renovation. I appreciate that. Yes. I really do.
1: Like, even if it were just like, oh, we have another art piece that we're putting on top of this, that would be great. But, like, the fact that they're
0: using it as marketing space, perfect. But these posters are great I only have room for one of them on the Instagram you guys but please please check out the den files link in the show notes and look at all of them because they're so funny but they're also funny in a way that they're designed in a way that they look like typical kind of businessy posters (laughs) but then you read the information and you're like what 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 I Which happened that. to me when I went to the airport. And oh. I remember my mom picked me up curbside and I was like, what is this about underground tunnels? <laughs> what? And she's like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of conspiracies. I'm like, what? How did I not know this? So I'm not going to show Emma on the air because I feel like she's going to have a lot of feelings. I probably will. And we don't want to take too much more of your time. But that's all I've got for you today. That's all right. That was <laughs> awesome. And I hope that post-COVID we will be able to have our own investigation, yes, of the truth behind the Denver International Airport conspiracies. Yes. I'm that Honestly,
1: because it is it is the airport that we're gonna have to fly into to visit your mom. So there's no way for us to not
0: well do we could that, right? we could fly into Colorado Springs, but I could be like, hey mom, we specifically want to go either into or out of Denver. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I, I, that would be fine if we chose a different like leaving one so it's closer. But like that would be so good if we were like, hey Karen, can you like pick us up an hour after our flight lands <laughs> so that we so have. Long. We have a little bit of time where it's like that weird limbo space of like, everyone's rushing to get out, but you're still technically cleared so that you can yeah. like stay inside
0: the whole airport. The terminals. Yeah. I would love that. Well, and apparently this renovation is going to offer a lot more food and shopping options too. Ooh, that's exciting. Although I remember the food options being pretty Just fine. decent. Yeah. Like there's a Tex-Mex place Ooh. up on the third Ooh. floor. Interesting that- price for
1: Colorado, but okay.
0: Well, it's, it's like in that weird place of like, it's not soup, it's not Southwest, but it's close enough to the Southwest that it, I would trust the Tex-Mex in Colorado more than I would in Virginia. You know what That's I mean? That's totally fair.
1: <laughs> I don't like, is, the further up we get in the U.S., the less I trust any kind of like Mexican or South American food. Or unless it's Or, exactly. Or unless it's owned by someone who is yes that that who has that kind of training of like this is you like either what my grandmother culture. made or yeah. like this is what I trained to make like I don't trust you unless you have that yeah in your bucket but um when we were in when I was in Cambridge for my study abroad program in college across the street from where we were staying was a burrito place hmm. and all these american kids we were all craving home about the third weekend and we went as a little group and we were like you know what we're all gonna go and get burritos we all get our burritos we all sit down at the tables we each take a bite of our burritos all of us are like oh my gosh there's no flavor there's absolutely <laughs> no flavor like they barely put salt on anything it was uh... like beans and rice and chicken and, and like all this and we were like oh my gosh not even the salsa is spicy. <laughs> Like let's just yeah. let's just make sure that we all know Mexican food is not in England's wheelhouse. It's just not there. Yeah, it's just not there. Indian food, yes. Yeah. Go oh, for why it.
0: are you? I remember on my study abroad trip, the first two weeks we were traveling around Ireland and Scotland, but then we finally got to London as like our home base. We were staying at a university, and I remember so many people in our class, which. To be fair, this trip was kind of people from multiple different schools. Yeah. So there were people who went to school in Texas, I assume from Texas as well. And I just remember them being so excited that London had Chipotle, which also, like, Chipotle isn't real Mexican food, but I guess in the UK it's the closest closest. you're going to get. I just remember them being so excited. And I'm not a super huge, like, Tex-Mex person anyway, but I just remember being... Kind of judgy of, like, why are you... Out of all the things you could eat in England, <laughs> well, this is what you choose. I just remember, I had a recovered memory. oh Just now. That I made a promise to myself for that trip that I would not go to any chain that we have in the U.S. on that trip unless it was, like, late at night and I just... <laughs> I just wanted McDonald's french fries, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That whole situation. I totally get that. But I just remember being like, no, I'm not going to go to a Chipotle. No, I'm going to go go to the kebab truck. I'm going to get Indian food. Or I'm going to go to Nando's. They have Nando's here now. Bit of a cheeky Nando's. The fact that they have Nando's here now is just so great. (laughs) It's just an old town. Just chilling. It is. This was... I have not eaten lunch, so this was a poor mistake. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, thank you for joining us on, on this episode thank you Shannon yeah it was so good I, I, I thought I could help us all manifest travel but also lighten your airport related stress thank you. from my last episode. I do appreciate
1: that if I'm able to ever see those gargoyles in person I think I'd be very happy
0: We'll put it on the Instagram if we ever do. And yes. then we'll know who the real fans are because yeah. people who mm. weren't here from the beginning will be very confused. Yes. If we just are like <laughs> us with some gargoyles or a Chilling. giant blue horse. Chilling. If you would like to see any of those photos, all the photos from today's episode, you can find us on Instagram at This Podcast Doesn't Exist. Give us a like, give us a comment. We love to see it, we love to interact with you. Please come and hang out. Yes, and if you
1: have any stories, have you ever been to the Denver airport? Yes. Because I would love to know if maybe you've encountered something. Maybe there's been a weirdly suspicious-looking lizard person just chilling in the corner, and maybe it's a maintenance person, or maybe it's the Illuminati. We don't know, but let us know what you think. If you've ever been there, if you find it creepy, if you have any suggestions as to what other maybe conspiracy theories, unsolved mysteries that we could do later, um, please let us know and send us an email at thispodcastdoesntexist at gmail.com. We really want to hear from you. Also, yes. ghost stories, just please. Also, shout out to Jesse
0: for being our first. Yes! Baby's first email! Our inaugural email. We very much appreciate it. Thank you to anyone who's subscribed recently. Connor was explaining to me that our numbers have recently risen. So thank you for that holiday bump. Yeah. We appreciate it. We hope you stick around. Please, if you're enjoying yourself, like, share, subscribe, give us a rating, give us a review. We would love to count you as part of our podcast family. Yes. And if you
1: ever complete a bingo or if you like lose a bingo, just post it and tag us and let us know how you did. We'd really like to see those kinds of interactions with you guys. I really, I, I am one of, I, as one of the podcast hosts, I don't play the bingo, um, mostly because I listened to us multiple times before I have to post these, so I want I want to see what uh, whether or not you guys win, and if you do, we'll shout you out on our podcast episode
0: on our episode <laughs> on our, podcast. On our the one, podcast the one that you are listening to right Back now. Out. Or are you? Because remember, this podcast
1: doesn't, doesn't exist. <laughs>